Welcome back to the Chapter Chats and Chill podcast. Your cozy reading nook where we talk everything about books, tropes, fave characters and more. This is Elena. This is Marwa. And Emma. And we invite you to get comfortable, grab a cup of tea or coffee and get ready to enter a world where stories come true. Hello everybody. Uh, welcome back to our fifth episode. Uh, we are going to talk about Once Upon a Broken Heart, spoiler version. But if you want to listen to our non-spoiler version, you can just go back to our last episode and let's get into it. Okay, so girls, uh, let's talk about characters. Which characters do you love the most? Such a difficult choice. <laughs> mm, for me, I mean, besides Jax, of course, <laughs> I really, really liked Lala, the the yes. other fate, which became uh, Evangeline's friend. Like, she's the badass female character I've been waiting for since the beginning of the book. <laughs> mm. And I love, like, strong female characters. So... I really can't wait to read more about her and more about Jax, Me too. of course. Especially that mm. we didn't see him that much in this book, in my opinion. I mean, there have been parts where he wasn't present at all, which was mm-hmm. a shame because the guy knows how to set the mood. Definitely knows how oh, to yes. set the mood. He's so. always there, like, <laughs> underneath. All <laughs> sassy and broody and everything. Oh, so. uh, Yeah. Uh, you know, I love that Lala actually, as you said, like she's so strong. And even though she's kind of cursed to experience heartbreaks, right? Like she can. Yes. Yeah. What was it for for her story? Do you remember? Uh, it's like she can't find true love, and she. Yeah. I don't remember how they call her actually. The widowed bride or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. She's gonna cry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every tears. time she's gonna have a heartbreak and she cannot yes. find true love. And yeah, but at, despite that, I think she's so fierce and brave, and she kind of she doesn't let that stop her from experiencing love mm-hmm. uh, or relationships, which true, I think true. is very true, admirable. True. I also really I... love the part that she became uh, a dress, not, not a dressmaker, but like, uh, how do we <gasps> yes. call her? Uh... A bride dress confectioner, something like that. I don't know, yes. I forgot the name, but yes, she said her side it. job. Uh, mm. <laughs> <Yes>. Side hustle. <laughs> yeah, see, but I also, I love this fate. Lala is one of the best side character mm. and actually I'm kindly demanding more of Lala please in the second book <laughs> because I think we should know deeper of her and also mm. I love the part when the um, Evangeline was like oh but it's it's kind of do you like uh, Jack or you were together it's like yeah. uh, I'm so sorry for you she was like no no you didn't understand anything actually we are not together we have never been something and she was like oh really <laughs> <laughs> just mm. you know like she was just checking out the situation I was like yes girl you should do it actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she gives her uh when they go to to uh chaos's um underworld um she like dresses Evangeline up 
in a very like mm. sassy sassy dress like really empowering her um which I think is so cute and it's such a great well they started to be friends really from sure. yeah from almost from the moment when Evangeline arrived at the great north but mm-hmm. also like I think this is one of the pivotal moments of their friendships like really bonding over dressing up and no it's very cute (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of that part like I really like the part with the vampires in the middle of the creepy mansion when they performed the human transformation ceremony and all and having a fate who's also a vampire I mean okay that's original what's next is he a fate yes he's actually a fate oh I forgot Mm. oh Okay. He's a fate. He's both fate and vampire. Oh, okay. And that's He's, super well, badass. Oh. I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I think he is like my favorite villain. Well, besides, of course, like it goes without saying, besides Jax. But um, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm the Lulu, but I think Jax, like he's not really like a villain, villain. I don't know. He's a morally great character. Let's put it yes. like that. Um, while Chaos, I feel like he's more like into the I'm going to be the villain of the story. Kind yeah, of. I think so too. I don't know. But maybe yeah. I'm forgetting about someone else like Luke. What do we think of him? <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him at all at the middle of the book. Like, no. what the fuck yeah, are you doing it? here, he's dude? He's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I hated him so much. Yeah. But but he says something really, really either cute or cheesy, like mm-hmm. you pick. But he says, I was rereading one of the quotes. I will never find it now. But it when he met Evangeline, um, he's she was, I think, grieving for her father or her mom, or both of her parents. She was grieving. And he goes into the shop. And he kind of says, like, um, I don't know if I can fix, like, fix your broken oh, heart. Okay. But you can I have, have mine because it is already yours or something like yeah. that. And yeah, it was like, that was Ooh. cute. <laughs> I also underlined that quote. <laughs> yes, same. <laughs> but if it was Jack saying that, it would be like 100% better. <laughs> yeah, stones. <Definitely. laughs> But then yeah. there is no going back from what he says. Like, I think, you know, it's for a, a good part of the book. I didn't really blame Luke because he was under a spell. But I also think he probably like, I don't want to say he's like a weak character because there is too much judgment in that. But also like he doesn't have such a strong will. Like I think when his curse is broken. Um, and then he becomes like he's almost becoming a vampire and he wants to hurt Evangeline so at that point I was like Mm-mm. no I, I mean maybe it wasn't even the curse 100% maybe it was yeah. just yeah. you yeah. yeah it was not the one mm. no. yeah, he doesn't what, have a strong will like no no and that's a yeah. little bit like disappointing Um, but also I feel you know what 
this book like is really good at making you feel the emotions of the main characters especially Evangeline I think like I was so disappointed in him and I was kind of hoping as she was that by freeing him under the you know underworld or however it's called that he would kind of redeem himself or just at least not try to kill her immediately after like one second after but um yeah I mean there's much more to her story besides Luke which is amazing like I love that yeah and also Luke broke her heart her heart two times yeah first time because of the marriage and second time because mm -hmm. he was so stupid and a stupid vampire <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually he yeah. should be the prince of heart like no the prince of broken hearts Rather. Mm. True. <laughs> you know, we still don't know why Jack is the prince of broken heart. Of a broken he, heart, right? Is he's the prince of hearts, I think, right? Yes. Or broken heart. Yes. Hearts, ah, okay. Hearts, hearts, oh. Just hearts. True. <laughs> <laughs> just hearts. Yeah, no, because, because... It, yes, it's interesting because there's so much talk about broken hearts, right? Mm. But maybe there's hope. <laughs> I don't know because he had a broken heart that's why he yes. became actually okay. it's not that he has a broken heart it's like he doesn't have a heart and uh, his heart will start beating once he finds his true love mm -hmm. that's why I think they call him the prince of heart but his heart actually starts beating just a little bit during the book right after he meets Evangeline there was some like reference the I think point? I'm not I'm uh, not sure. I think uh, actually the reference is to wait. Do you want me to spoil Caraval to you or not? But it, actually, no. it's, it, it, you've you've already <laughs> been spoiled in the book. Like, but we don't know. They... <laughs> no, they yeah, because of the princess. Yeah, the princess. Yeah, they mention <gasps> it brief. They briefly mention it at the beginning. Scarlett and Donatella, right? It's yes, Bella something. Uh, I it's done. It's Stella, yeah. It's Donatella. Oh no, that was one of my questions. Like, what the f did happen between her and Jack? I really don't remember much of the Caraval series. I have to reread it. Like, I really do. But um, I if I understood correctly, like she broke his heart and she banished him from the realm to the magnificent north. She's so cruel. Him? <laughs> no, because I could never. She, she had like she had a fight with another fate was the mm. bad villain in the Caraval series. And so she banished all the fates, including Jack's. Like it was a collateral mm. damage. <laughs> so he deserves better. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. um okay well uh, elena what's your favorite character um i think evangeline mm. i i really like i was really into her characters since page one when she mm -hmm. talked about her heartbreak i don't know she just got me like really quickly it was yeah. so easy to get lost in the in the page with her mm. yep, and my worst my worst the one that i ate the most was marisol 
No. What? I hated her yeah, too. Really? I'm sorry, but I hated her too. What to from say the beginning? About her? Yeah, didn't like from her yeah. from page one. Same. Sorry, because mm-hmm. for like I was sorry about her mother for her mother, but it's not enough of an excuse to compensate the fact that yeah. she is a really shitty, shitty person. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't I like it. Like she, she likes to play the victim. At least that what it feels like. And I don't know. She's always mm-hmm. crying and playing like the poor yeah. girl. And she looked so greedy right from the start. Mm. And yeah. plus, it was obvious that she was jealous of Evangeline. I mean, mm. true, for sure, really, really obvious. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I agree with all of your points, uh, but I also, I don't really hate her. I think she is really immature, but she was also like abused um, emotionally by her mother, uh, which I think explains a little bit her like desire to take things from Evangeline because she's, as you said, like jealous of her. It's not an excuse. I agree 100%. I think maybe she could redeem herself in the future, like with some therapy, maybe. (laughs) No, I mean, they're also like very, very young, I believe, right? So maybe she can grow and learn from her mistakes. And I think like deep down, Evangeline might be open to forgiving her for what she did. Um, I I don't know, like I'm always so careful uh, when there are like, you know, these types of dynamics with uh, female characters in books, because I see so often they, you know, they are the ones that people say, oh, I hate this character because they are this and that. Uh, And that's, I mean, that's fair enough. But I also think we're so much more forgiving towards male characters sometimes. And so, I don't know. We're kind of maybe primed to just, you know, blame uh women or girls or or judge them a little bit harsher I think so do I hit her no do I think she needs to kind of really heal and maybe also like change her behavior Mm, yeah I do (laughs) do you think we'll see her in the next two books because I Mm. kind of forgot what happened to her at the end she, she was about to act- marry Tiberius. Yeah. Tiberius. Yeah. And then Tiberius. they caught her and like what she's in She jail was prisoned? Now? Yeah. yeah I, 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 I think. I'm not sure. I'm not so. I'm not really sure, but I'm not even that curious to see her like or her kind of development because she's not that interesting as an interest character for me. Like it's but not she has magic. She has magic? Mm. I mean, she she cursed, not cursed, but like um, she was creating potions. Yeah, she's ah, right, right. with potions. Mm. Yeah, but there so are there's fairies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We don't need her. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> awesome. I mean, we can meet. I w- actually, I would like to know more about um, Apollo. Yeah, I would mm. like to know him better okay. because we don't know oh, anything yeah. about him. And he's not dead. He's kind of that. No, no okay. works ever. he's in the between, in the two. Yes, worlds. he's in, in a coma. He's 
<laughs> Hibernation. <laughs> yeah. Ah, interesting. Um, speaking of potions, can we just quickly talk about the apples in the in the book? And the, I think they're very much connected with love and with Jax. Because I remember uh, at a certain point when Evangeline and Marisol arrive at the, at the north and they see all of these like little colorful dragons roasting apples, right? Yes. And so uh, in the book, it is explained that these uh, dragon roasted apples are supposed to taste, I believe, like true love. And then when Evangeline tries one, she says, like, she's reminded of Jax. And also, Jax is always eating apples. So, is this, does this mean something? Yeah, there is a connection. <laughs> I agree. Maybe. <laughs> there is something going on there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But actually, I didn't get why Jax is always eating apples. Like, all day long, he has an apple in his hand. Like I point... have a theory. Oh, really? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, he's supposed... So, these apples are supposed to, to like, taste as your true love. Um, and he's cursed to be constantly looking for his true love. And when he finds mm -hmm. them he wants to stay like to stay with them right mm -hmm. um so it me it makes sense that he's kind of i mean i don't want to say addicted to these apples but he's he's constantly looking for his true love and so he's naturally like eating something that tastes like true love but wait he was already eating apples when they were in the i forgot the chapel realm. No, no, yeah. yes, oh. in the chapel and in the other realm before going to the Magnificent mm -hmm. North. So those apples mm -hmm. weren't, like, enchanted. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, that's right, because mm -hmm. magic doesn't work mm -hmm. the same in the two, in the two yes. worlds. Hmm. Well, that's... <laughs> Stephanie Garber needs to explain that to us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Maybe know if she it. mentioned it in Caraval. I don't think she did. Mm. Um, I don't know. Also, what's with the bleeding? I mean, you know, like every time he bites an apple, a trickle of blood runs down his chin. Yeah, which is kind of maybe you should weird. Just check, yeah, check his. Maybe gum. maybe I it's mean. the magic. <laughs> <laughs> no, Emma. they're supposed to help with that. <laughs> um, how about maybe it's like. A metaphor for his heart like his heart is bleeding because he cannot like he's cursed not to experience for the time being true love and so when he's reminded of what true love tastes he's kind of like sad and his heart is bleeding or he's Whoa. um or <laughs> his blood is also magical so maybe that's like a metaphor of the apple being magical as well and maybe it's from the north. Maybe he has like a secret bag of apples from the north. <laughs> or maybe you have better ideas than the author. Can be. <laughs> Can you imagine it? <laughs> we need to write a fanfic. <laughs> Can yeah, you imagine definitely. at the end of the book, <laughs> Stephanie will say, oh no, it was just an apple. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it was not that deep. 
Just to be a little bit dramatic. Might be. be. (laughs) But that's also kind of sexy in a way. I don't know. (laughs) Oops. Oh, I'm very curious, speaking of characters, to learn more of the other fates. Because I think we only met four. So we have Jax, we have uh, Lala, we have Chaos, and Poison. Yes. We have 16. Yes, 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 yes. I'd really like to know more about Poison because I don't know, he looked interesting. He looked kind of nice also, which is rare for a fade, if I understood correctly. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it looks like a really nice side character, actually. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm also wondering, like, I I don't know, uh, I kind of think. I have this other theory that Evangeline, what if she's also fate? Because, I mean, her parents, they always, like, talked about finding her, right? Not really, like, her being born on this day. Like, they were always saying finding her. She's also part of the story or legend of the fox and... Mm, The prophecy. I don't... It's actually... Do you think it's yeah. she's part of the prophet of the Oh yeah, you're right. That's kind of a theory of mine. <laughs> I kind of love yeah. that because it's a <laughs> like fox. the archer and the fox. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she's called Fox and Jax always calls her like little fox or something. Mm, that's so cute, yeah. by the way. Oh. I love it when he calls her <laughs> <I like mean>. <laughs> Same, same. Uh so I mean, and her mom is from the north. So they probably found her in the north, which is, I don't know if it's where fates come from, but it might be. I mean, I don't know. For me, 100% she has magic. Mm. Or, or she's also, oh, maybe no, maybe I was wrong because she's, I, I also have a feeling she's a descendant of the, the, like um, the royal, um, yes. Family from the north. Val something? No. Uh, Valoris? Valor something? Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Because they were the only ones, like, like mm -hmm, with their magic, they created the doors, right? Portal. Mm -hmm. Yes. The portals. And uh, she can talk to the portals. And the portals talk to her. So Mm -hmm. there is definitely more to that as well. I'm a big fan yeah. of that part, by the way. Like, mm. I really like the prophecy trope. <clears throat> Even though yeah. I haven't read many stories involving it, but still, I was very excited to see it in Once Upon a Broken Heart. Same. Like, and the prophecy is also really original because, like, not everyone is sure what is it exactly. Like, they have all kind of speculations yes. and theories, but it's not so clear. Mm-mm-mm. So... I can't wait to have more details about it in the mm-hmm. upcoming books. Same, same. 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 And girls, I have one question for you. Do you think that Apollo was just pretending because he was under like um a spell? Or it was him one hundred percent all the time? Like, do you think that Apollo when he's gonna be alive again <laughs> is gonna love Evangeline or not? Mm-mm. 
I don't think so. When she met him first, he was kind of all sassy and, and like and different, snobbish as well. But then but... Jax, then Jax told her that uh, there was no spell on him. Uh, no, he told her actually that her kisses weren't illegal because yes. uh, he, I, I forgot actually what he told her, <laughs> but like, yeah, anyway, her kisses weren't deadly. They weren't, yeah, there was no magic in the kisses. It was him using his magic to influence Apollo's behavior. Yeah. Mm, yes, yeah. exactly. Also, okay. also. Can we talk about when uh, she met Apollo for the first time and he told her um, that Jax kept telling him that she was very beautiful. And uh, I mean, we know we know he's saying that because he has his own agenda. But is he really? <laughs> like, hmm, I'm not so sure. I think he has a crush on her. He definitely has a crush yes. on her yeah. by the end of the book. Yeah. Like... It's inevitable. Mm -hmm. And maybe he... I don't know if he has, like, feelings for her. But I think he is in denial for sure of... It's like, in denial, their, right? their relationship or, like... Yes, he's in denial for sure. 100%. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's not accepting that he could actually like or love shock someone. Mm -mm. But maybe he mm -hmm. will. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I think but maybe so, she's too. also afraid because I mean yeah. yeah I don't know let's see to um, be hurt yes for sure uh, I also since we mentioned like tropes I loved the first proximity part of the yeah. book oh my god <laughs> I wasn't expecting that because it's like it's such a sweet story and and everything, but also like it worked. Like uh so for context, um she after she married Apollo, she was uh, like poisoned, right? With Lala's tears. Mm -mm. Yes. Um and so eventually like these tears could bring you to death, right? If you don't yes. stop crying. Mm -hmm. Um dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> um, Extreme drink your water, girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um, Jax comes. Actually, he does come to her rescue, which is cute. Uh, we also know he has his plan. So I mean, it's cute, but also like calculated. <laughs> calculated, yeah. Thank but you. It, it is. It is calculated. It is. I think it is. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, but doesn't mean he doesn't like have feelings necessarily. Like, as we said, he might be on denial about that. So, and so um, he brings actually Evangeline to Lala, to Lala's place to kind of find a cure, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, the book says that she needs, or Lala says she needs, like, close contact with someone else for like 24 hours i believe or something and i was like ooh, <laughs> perfect <laughs> this is what i want to read <laughs> yeah oh and speaking of that let me check my my quotes because okay i saved a quote from that part of the book because i, I was in love so it goes like um 
he held onto her as if she were a grudge, his body rigid and tense as if he really didn't want her there, and yet his arms were tight around her waist as though he had no intention of ever letting her go. Uh, my heart. <laughs> yes. No words needed. <laughs> I mean, should we this add something okay. else? I don't think so. There's Not nothing necessary. to be added, actually. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Favorite book, Almost Boyfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm also, speaking of like side characters, very curious and I hope we hear more about Evangeline's mom. I think there is such a mystery around her. Like, what was she doing in the North? Why? Like, who is she? why are her parents dead and i kind of love her already because she raised evangeline on the fairy tales from the north and really like have you know he she made evangeline believe in happily ever afters and love at first sight um and really like i think evangeline's positivity and like faithful attitude a lot of it is thanks to her mom and probably her dad also. Um, so I'm like really, really curious to know more of her. Yeah, she seems a really interesting character, mm -hmm. actually. Very wise as well. <laughs> For me, I also really liked all the Magnificent North myths and all the mystic mm -hmm. stories to the point that I'd really love to read a book dedicated to this. Like... For example, we have the original oddities, like the fountain pen for finding dreams that don't exist yet. Oh, I need that yes. pen, by the way. Like, <laughs> I really need that pen. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> also, uh, the Fortuna fantastically flavored water, like the water bottles for luck, mm. curiosity, gratitude, and so on, which is also a really good concept. It kind of made me think of the Felix Felicis potion in Harry Potter. Yeah, but... same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would be so cool if Stephanie Garber writes a collection of short stories about this, just like G.K. Mm. Rowling did with the Tales of Beetle the Bard. Would be really, really cool. Yes, I would read that 100%. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, girls, there was something that you didn't like about it, about this book, because for me, was love triangles, of course. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, we have Apollo, and then we have Jack, and then we have Luke. There is a lot going on, and I don't like love triangles. <laughs> what about you? What did you like the least from this book? Huh, that's a good question. Trying to find it. <laughs> Actually, for me, I think it's more like a tray of character of Evangeline. Like, don't get me more, don't don't get me wrong. I really like her, but sometimes she's just so naive. Like, mm. sure, she's so innocent and she sees the good in everyone, but dude, at some point, it just becomes absurd. I mean. For example, all the gifts Prince Apollo gave her, like the jewelry, the horses, the dresses, mm. the tattoo even. 
and she's just like she's just suspecting that it might be a curse like i mean come on he can just fall head over heels for her like that yeah but she's kind of in denial as well isn't she like she has the doubt at a, at a certain point, but she doesn't really want to believe it because she's really looking to just to be loved by someone, I think. I don't know. Also, she she wants to get married at all costs. I think that's mm. what made her blind. Like, she doesn't even know Prince Apollo. She never heard of him. She never mm. even saw him before, but wanted to marry him right away, like... Yeah. Right after Donatella mm. told her about the the balls and everything, I mean, come on, <laughs> bit... wake up. Yeah, I agree. Um, but also, I think True. that part really makes her character development so interesting because she starts as being, uh, she starts off as being very naive, as she as you said, like she really, really believes in a happy ending and in the good in people. Uh, which turns out not always to be accurate. And so from, you know, being betrayed by Marisol, um, her stepmom's also like meanness um, and also discovering like what um, Jax, the Prince of Hearts, really had in mind. Like he was rescuing her, sure, but he was also like just pursuing his own agenda and using, essentially he was using her um so by having all of these different experiences throughout the book I think she really really changes by the end of it like she's still very positive but at the beginning she saw you know the possibility of there being so many different endings as the possibility of having a happily ever after period so she was very very faithful in that at towards the end of the book I feel like she saw it as the possibility of it all going wrong and of being disappointed and so she kind of evolves from that standpoint um which i think is is really interesting because it's so different different from the you know stereotypical fairy tales where you have a character and they say the same like their mindset is the same throughout the whole book she really evolves um and so yeah like i think that in my opinion, kind of excuses her uh, being naive at the beginning of the book. But that's true. She really, really was. <laughs> it was also cute. Yeah, so, but I really hope mm, she wakes up a little bit in book two and three because... Uh, yeah. Like, I really I really think that we're going to see a different kind of Evangeline at the beginning of, like, books two and mm. toward the whole book. She's really mad, yeah, isn't she? <laughs> yes mm -hmm. i'm curious to hear your thoughts girls on so at the end of the book evangeline says she wants to open a door but i couldn't figure out like which door do you think that is actually do you think it was evangeline who wanted to open it or was it like the door opened oh. or something i think it was they the portal Yes, it was yes. a portal that cracked or something like that. They didn't mention if someone opened it okay. or so, I think. They didn't. Not sure. I think only I Evangeline no can, can open it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. from the prophecy. That's what we know, but maybe, like, there's something it, else or someone else. 
it does say that there is this door, its hinges creaked. So it kind of it is opening. But in the second to last chapter, so when Evangeline is really like super mad at Jax, it also says, so uh, Jax was not her friend, but he'd taught her that she could open any door she wanted and Evangeline knew exactly which door she needed to open next. So <sighs> it gives her agency over this, but at the same time then it, it's, so we have like two lines talking about a door opening, not necessarily because Evangeline did open it, but maybe there are two different doors. Yeah, might be. Oh, I'm so curious. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I really couldn't. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> By the way, I love the fact that Jack and Evangeline can communicate through their minds. Like, <gasps> yes. That's yes. so intimate that's so cool. and so special. Yes. That's so fated, mates, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. And also another thing that really reminds me of fated mates, uh, like dynamics, is that when they are at Chaos's palace, um, Evangeline says that Jax's gaze works like um, an antidote to vampire lure. So like to vampire attraction. I mean... Because I don't know if it's because his gaze is supposed to be so cold and detached or if oh, yeah. it's because it soothes her and calms her. Mm -hmm. It's not specified yet. Oh. It's giving me like <laughs> mates vibes. <laughs> Even if we had don't I don't think we have mates in this book but or in this world, but I don't think so. so cute. Um I also have like um a couple of remarks on their relationship and I want to hear your thoughts on this because I cannot figure out how the story is going to end for them like the love story which is I guess kind of the point of the whole book because there can be so many different endings right to the story but so we already talked about how the apples are supposed to taste as your true love and to eventually they taste like Jack's we don't know how they taste to Jack's but I mean, mm -mm. I have my own speculations on that, but yeah. So apples, true love, and jacks. And then um, when she enters the chapel again, like the chapel is supposed mm -hmm. to smell like heartbreak, your greatest heartbreak. And Evangeline notices, and I, I loved this part, it didn't smell like Luke. Thanks God. I mean, well... Mm -hmm. Technically, Thank like, I, I don't know if I want to be happy about this because it actually smells like uh, Chex. Like she mm. says, it smells like apples and blood, which is what she associates yes. with Chex mm. uh, kisses. Um, so I'm kind of like, he could be her true love. He could also be her greatest heartbreak. And I also love this quote, which I think could bring the two uh, elements together. Um, just because he was cursed didn't mean their story had to be cursed. And at this point, Evangeline is actually thinking about Apollo, not Jax. But I'm wondering if this could be true for her and Jax. So what do you think? Could be, but in my opinion, maybe they're going to face a heartbreak, but then they're going to get back together somehow. Mm. I've read some reviews, like some random spoilers, that they were not satisfied by the end of the third book. 
Because, yeah, because it was like, everything was like, left. Open? Like do you mean opening? left? Yeah. <laughs> left. <laughs> to open. No, because... Yeah. Yeah, no, that, ma- that, that makes would be sense, so but... uncool. I I know I know I I didn't want to go deeper because it was just too much. <laughs> oh, is it, it going was... to be like Adila Rue? I hope I don't think so. I don't think so. Also, it would be so unfair to Jax, like the poor little thing having his heart broken two times in a row. My what heart is fuck? broken now. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe they meant something else when they said that. Mm. Maybe so. it's related to the prophecy thing. I don't know. And that no, it was it was about that. Oh, no, it was God. about because everyone is just so hooked by that. So oh, they no. were like, no. it was a TikTok video. So they were like mm. the two of them and. People in the comment were like, oh my God, I'm so disappointed by the ending because like, why we, we deserve that different ending. I was like, oh, please stop <laughs> <Okay>. writing. <Okay. laughs> These comments need to come with a spoiler alert, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I thought it was be about the first that, book. Yes. I, it would have been better 100%. But if it's like, if the series ends with an open ending... I already know like which ending I will choose <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> um, oh, well, I guess to figure that out, we need to just finish the series. Yeah. As soon I like as the possible. Idea. <laughs> True. Uh, if you are listening, let us know what you think Jack's and Evangeline's story will look like in the next books. Uh, no spoilers, please. But if it's like speculations yeah. or your um, feelings about it, please let us know uh, down below in the comments. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So last but not least, we have some few little quotes about our dear Jacks, who are all sassy and cunning. So raise yourself. The first quote goes as... He looked bored and rich and cruel. He looked like a bad decision some unfortunate person was about to make. I mean, Love that. <laughs> it's Sorry. already set in the morally gray characters vibe. I mean, it's we love that. <laughs> the second quote is, she'd seen Jax from far away, but this close was different. He was a thousand cuts happening all at once. Devastation made of hair as blue as dark ocean waves, a lips sharp as cracked glass that would delightedly cut her. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. 100%. So spicy and sexy. <laughs> Plus it's so Taylor Swift. It's yes, yes. <laughs> true. Swift <laughs> is forever. <laughs> And last one is, he tasted like lust and night and something lost that should have stayed that way. Oh, we love this. I love when they say it smells oh. like nights and oh my mm. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> I have a doubt, actually. Did Evangeline 
does she still have one kiss to give or did she yeah i have a spoiler about it do you no. want to hear it no 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 no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay <laughs> thank should... you but no it's because how, of tiktok you... you know oh no because i thought i thought it was a video oh. about the first video because they were like evangeline and <laughs> jack and it was like oh wow these fanatics are amazing let me check the comments oh no that's oh that's <laughs> the one thing they should not do it yeah. I know the feeling. Uh, the other day I told Mara this, uh, so the other day I was on TikTok and uh, mm. yeah, I found like a meme uh, TikTok of Throne of Glass, which I'm still like in the middle of reading. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not going to give the spoiler because I still hope that it's it it's not what I think it is. But so essentially I was reading the comments. As you said, Elena, like it's you're always tempted to read those tempt comments and then I find someone with no warning talking about like a character dying and it was like this is an important character which Excuse I also me? liked so I hope I, I got it wrong because they were not like they weren't explicitly um saying they died but the tiktok they commented was like talking about a character dying in no I think maybe it was another book but anyways so it was talking about a character beloved character dying and then they mentioned this other character with a lot of tears from throne of class and it was like <laughs> I am crying and now you now. are in denial <laughs> I am in denial I really am. Uh, so yeah, just a friendly reminder from your book besties to check comments on TikTok at your own risk. I will never do it again. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's not true, actually. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So... <laughs> I guess this is probably all for this episode, right? Uh, before we go, just a quick reminder that you can find the details of the book Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber in the description of the episode and of any other books we mentioned, I guess. I'm not sure how many we, we mentioned in this episode, but you can always, in all episodes, find everything in the description down below. Yeah. It's a wrap, folks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into Chapter Chat and Chill. If you loved this episode, make sure you give it a five-star rating, thumbs up, and comment below what you want to hear next. To stay connected in between episodes, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Chapter Chats and Chill.